kid with your shirt off? No. I think I know why. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077 podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me, as always, Simon. Gentlemen. Today we're discussing Season 5, Episode 20, Hepatitis. It's the 117th episode overall, directed and written by Alan Alda. Originally aired on February 8th, 1977, and the production code is U823. Look at this, how to provide a gastric reservoir and a total resection of the stomach. Look, if you can't read without moving your lips, at least turn the sound off. What's eating you? My back is eating me. Still? I have a hungry back. You want a massage? Not unless you put your shirt on. How about if I x-ray your back later? I did already. There's nothing there. Nothing? No spine? Nothing? The pain goes clear through to my lung. I thought maybe I had a spot. Or a Fido or a Rover. Oh, you're really cute. <laughs> if I die from this, will you read the joke at my grave? You know, I'd really dig that. <laughs> Criminy! I'd rather read the stupid newspaper. I'll tell you right now it's going to be in there. Another article about incredibly average Vernon Parsons. Who's that? Some dunce they went through med school with. Every week he's in the newspaper. Vernon must have his own press agent. I can't pick up my hometown newspaper without reading his name. Damn it, there he is again. Dr. Vernon Parsons has been awarded a $100,000 grant at Boston Hospital for a two-year study of infectious disease in mice. They ought to give him the disease and split the dough with the mice. Don't they realize how incredibly average this man is? I'm going to breakfast. Uh-huh. Worse, huh? Do you see a knife handle sticking out of my back? Look, I hate to give advice. Good. You never exercise. I wrestle periodically with the nurses. If you just do something physical once in a while, you'd feel better. You're right. I feel a lot better. I also have the plot summary. Father Mulcahy comes down with an infectious case of hepatitis, and Hawkeye has to give the whole camp antibiotics whilst dealing with a psychosomatic back pain. Meanwhile, BJ has to perform a very difficult operation. Father, you feeling a bit under the weather today? I have been dragging a bit. Not eating, I see. Food seems to have lost its allure. Can I eat your sausage, Father? Well, by all means, Rana. They're really good today. Extra grease. If you'll pardon the indelicacy, Father, and with all due respect to your collar, why don't you stop by the dispensary and get a good flushing out? Uh, you got here too late for the hard-boiled eggs. All they have is scrambled socks. You should have been in the army before they taught chickens to lay powdered eggs. World War One, I, I ate turnips for breakfast every day for a month. My tongue smelled like Arthur Murray's foot bath. You feeling all right, Father? Well, why do you ask? You keep pulling at your fingers. Are they too close to your hands? Well, I seem to be a little arthritic this morning. Off his feet, too. You going to finish your coffee, Father? No, no, go right ahead. Man. Let me see your eyes, Father. What do you think, Colonel? How's a sclera? Slightly eteric. Let's see underneath your tongue, Father. 
That tongue's as yellow as the street down my back. Don't touch that coffee, Radar. Why? Because the Swiss family hepatitis is swimming around in there. Oh, gee. Oh, Eck, I ate a sausage. Oh, I didn't touch them, Radar. I know, Father, but it was yours. I mean, no offense, but wow, Eck. Let's nip this in the bud. I don't want to live through another outbreak of Camp Jaundice. BJ, give Father Mulcahy a blood test. Hawkeye, examine the staff. Give him a shot of gamma globulin. Radar, check the latrine area. See if the water supply is polluted. I'll talk to the cook. Let's get busy. And guest stars in the episode. Uh, Barbara James plays the nurse and the anesthetist. Only two further credits for Barbara after this episode. And, of course, we have the wonderful Kelly Nakahara, who's playing Kelly Yamato. And Sal Viscuzio is back as the PA announcer. I don't know what we're going to do with this boy over here. Oh, God. I sent for Hawkeye. I think we need another opinion. How'd this happen? He's a tank driver. When a shell gets inside one of those tubs, it just ricochets around, chews up everything in his path. Where do you start? I'm here. What's the matter with you? You're all bent over. Who told you? You're turning into a question mark. And the question is how I got this way. Pretty bad, huh? Among other things, he has no stomach to speak of. I know they could deal with this down soul. But the trip might kill him. And if one of us tried it up here, we might kill him. What do you think we ought to do? You're the chief surgeon, you tell me. He'll need a partial gastrectomy, maybe even a total. I think B.J. ought to do it. He's the closest we come to an expert on this. Expert? I've never done this before. I've only read about it. Well, I put you one up on the rest of us. Work from the book. Suppose I make a mistake. Suppose we send him down to Seoul on the Buckboard Express. He'll be off your conscience, but he won't be any more alive. It's a tough choice. Fine, take your time. What are you going to do? All right, I'll do it. Look at this, I'm sweating already. Go scrub. Carmine, prep him. Here, see me in my office later about your back. Oh, is something wrong with my back? All right, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. I will start us off. I gave this episode 7 out of 10, but I also wrote it got better as it went. Yeah. So I felt like it didn't start off as a strong episode, but the more I watched, the more I enjoyed, the more I got into it. <laughs> I loved Hawkeye admiring uh, Margaret's butt. Let's get it over with. My sentiments exactly. Let us not dawdle over a moment like this. Let us treat it as a professional encounter of the most... Oh, Margaret, may I pause on this occasion to express a few thoughts? If you say one word... Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Not a word. But, but if I did, that word would be magnificent. Would that be bad? Will you please give me the shot? Okay, okay. Yeah, I've got that written down as well. <laughs> that was just... It was a, it's just a hilarious scene. And justifiable uh, as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I really enjoyed the respect between Hawkeye and Margaret. I, I, I've got it written exactly right after it. <laughs> these are, yeah, I mean, because these are really key moments that yeah, really stand yeah, out yeah. in this episode. I just, I, again, I love, I love the, the trajectory of Margaret's character through, mm. over the entire... 11 seasons you know she does she changes i think the most out of anybody oh yeah definitely um and it's just it's so nice to see that for her another favorite moment is when hawkeye was talking to radar about love what are you worried about radar oh nothing uh well i mean it was just that i was wondering if if you could tell if a guy has any you know special problems like uh like he's anemic or uh he's red-blooded enough or What's the matter? Well, I'll tell you. Um, sometimes I go out with the guys, you know, like to Rosie's bar, and we really have a good time. We're always singing and, and laughing and telling what we're going to do after the war. 
Then a couple of guys will start joking with some of the business girls. And before I know it, I start to feel different. Different? I get sleepy. And you're afraid there's something wrong with you? No. Is there? Yeah, you're suffering from a severe case of decency. I mean, I really wish I could have a good time like they do, you know? I mean, just bust out and drink and tell lies to strange girls and come back to camp the next morning without any sleep and throw up all day. I really wish I could, at least just once. Look, everybody's different, Radar. You're here with a bunch of guys you'll probably never see again. You don't have to try to be like them. You know, most people act crazy when they're out of town. But you're different. You always take a little bit of Iowa with you wherever you go. That's nice. Don't try to change that. Someday you'll meet somebody that you'd like to introduce to your mom. Instead of taking advantage of her, you'll offer her a gift you've been working on all your life. Yourself. And believe me, you won't get sleepy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I've got, I've got, how Hawkeye speech to Radar is first class. <laughs> oh my god the, the, just i just love it because i i feel i'm more radar than hawkeye when it comes to relationships and it's just it was such it's so well written and it's so well performed and executed and that just that one little moment it gives me chills thinking about it because it was such a great little moment between those two and they have a lot of great little moments between those two. Oh yeah yeah but, but this you... is this is one of my favorites yeah you know, just to him to be himself. Because, you know, Radar's feeling different and awkward and he doesn't know why and he thinks he's sick and, you know, and, and, and Hawkeye's just kind of sitting down and said, no, you are who you are. You're wonderful. You'll find that person. You'll do, you know, it was such a really nice little moment. Yeah. Um, hilarious BJ being drunk at the end after <laughs> performing that operation. Hawkeye, 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 Hawkeye. He did it. I saved him. He's alive. Louis Pasteur couldn't have put it better. I'm a life giver. Congratulations, really. I mean it. Show me your tongue. My tongue? That's small potatoes. I'll show you my butt. Hey, hey, everybody. All right, all right, all right. All right, <laughs> give me your attention. A simple ah would be sufficient. In celebration of the world's most difficult surgery and the world's most wonderful surgeon, snatching life out of the jaws of death, we unveil for you now the Hippocrates of Ouijangu. <laughs> <laughs> um, him taking down his pants and dancing around the, the the bar was awesome. And then the final speech uh, where Potter talks to Hawkeye. Hey, now, what's with you? What's with me? You've been walking around like Lon Chaney stand-in. First I thought it was pleurisy. Then I thought maybe a disc. I don't know what it is. I hear you've been reading your hometown newspaper. You think they're poisoning the ink? I think maybe you haven't made up your mind how you feel about being over here feeding the fleas. As far as I'm concerned, the fleas can eat out at the Chinese restaurant down the street. How do you feel about spending the war over here, even though you're not incredibly average? I guess I'm angry. How do you feel about being angry? You think I'm mad and I won't admit it, huh? I think you're going to come out of this war with a merit badge for tying yourself up in knots. Here, take a belt of that. Can I tell you something as a friend, a tough friend? Tough friends last longer. When I was an enlisted man, I was short. Not like I am now. 
For a while there, I thought I'd look taller if I could knock a few of the big guys flat on their backs. Then it dawned on me I was just fighting myself and using their ribs to hurt my hands on. Fig Newtons and Scotch. Listen, it's too big a world to be in competition with everybody else. The only guy I have to get better than is who I am right now. And in your case, that's tough enough. They're great if you dunk them. So what do I do about incredibly average Vernon Parsons? Relax. Let him have his little research grant. Live and let live. And then just to give yourself a little present, send him an anonymous letter. That's not a bad idea. I could tell him I saw him cheating on an exam once. Tell him you're filing a malpractice suit. <laughs> I'm beginning to feel better already. Tell him you're filing a paternity suit. <laughs> doctor, doctor, I can walk. <laughs> yeah, was another stellar moment for me. So just lots of lots of nice little moments that were just amazing. Yeah, it was, it, it was good. It was well written by Alan Alder. Yes. You can tell that he's... <clears throat> Well, like you say with Margaret, Alder's character of Hawkeye Chat, as soon as Alder, <coughs> excuse me, as soon as Alder gets more and more involved in the directing, the producing, the acting, you know, mm-hmm. um, you could see that he starts to put his own personal opinions in more in. He was he, Alder has and always has been and still is very much a, uh, a supporter of women's rights and feminism and, and, mm-hmm. and wanting strong characters. And you can see how much he does that, especially in the the, the, the bit where he's. He's all, he, what I like about Hawkeye, especially Alder's take on Hawkeye as opposed to the early years of Hawkeye, is the fact that you've got that cheekiness there, you've got that kind of womanizer there, but you've also got the person who gives the, the good advice. And yeah. when, when he's there admiring Margaret's backside um, <laughs> and she's turning around saying about Donald's parents and stuff, he gives yeah. her that little speech yep. about, you know, and says, well, why don't you say it like that? At the end of the day, yeah. you want respect. And say yeah. it like that, and you'll probably get more respect from me. Boy, I show you a little appreciation, and you hit the roof. What do you want from me? Respect. Simple respect. I expect nothing more, and I'll accept nothing less. Hey, that's pretty good. You got me with that. Good. I mean, you really did. I bet that would work with Donald's mother. What? Maybe not those words, but that attitude. Simple respect. Maybe. You know, in some ways, you really are magnificent. And not just on the outside. Thank you. You want to give me a shot? Oh, well, but so I was just asking. I think that, that was like, that's a standout moment. And it's one of them ones where you, you can't help but clap. And again, mm-hmm. he, he, like you said, his speech to, to Vader is he, just first class. And, and it's, you know, there is always that thing where there's always truth in what you say. And you can tell that Hawkeye does get jealous of, of the, the likes of like um, BJ being married and happily settled down, which is the reason oh, why yeah. on the last episode he gives him that advice. So he does want to settle down. And in, in, in there are a couple of episodes where you see Hawkeye's vulnerability in love. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the whole hepatitis thing is, it, you know, it's a, it, it's a, a far away kind of like storyline yeah. but it's still pretty good um, Hawkeye's handstand um, my wife picked this up she turned around and said is that actually Alan Alder doing the handstand because it was <laughs> and, and the collapse um, yeah. but no I mean I, I give this 8 out of 10 I, I really enjoyed it yeah yeah like I said it, I just, it got better and better because we got more of those little speeches as it went and it mm. just really became a really really good episode to me very cool how you feeling father? oh fine actually well we really. I brought you some juice. Oh, thank you. 
Your blood test showed hepatitis, probably infectious. We're gonna have to isolate you for a week or so. You mean I can't see people? I'll want your confessions tomorrow night. Well, maybe they can write their sins down on pieces of paper and slip them under the door. Possibly. And then we can auction off the pieces of paper and make a fortune for the orphanage. How am I going to administer the sacraments? How can I give Holy Communion? I can't place the Eucharist on their tongues. I'll infect them all. You're going to have to take a rain check for a while, Father. Well, what if somebody needs last rites in the OR? People are depending on me. I really don't feel all that bad, you know. You want to kill yourself? Well, at least let's rig up something so I can hear confessions, so a flap in the tent. Father, you have to rest a little. No, 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 look here, you don't understand. Their souls are in my charge. Father, you're sick. Well, so are you. Look at your back. That's not stopping you from doing your work. All right, I'll work out a light confession schedule for you. Maybe people can cut down on their sinning and give you a break. I'm hearing confessions and that's it. All right, just get a little rest. Nobody's pushing me around. All right, let's go ahead and move on to some behind the scenes. Uh, This episode was inspired by William Christopher's own bout with hepatitis, which caused him to miss several episodes, including the previous one, Ah. which was my clue last time. There you go. He had hepatitis. Uh, Although not referred to by name, the type of hepatitis in this episode is probably hepatitis A. As hepatitis A is more contagious than any other types, but it is usually not gravely serious, and most people make a full, uh, complete recovery. Uh, Yeah, because if you've got hepatitis B, you really are in trouble. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. During the surgery on the man injured in the tank, BJ says that he is connecting the ileum to the esophagus. But since the ileum is the last segment of the small intestines, would leave this man with no ability to digest or absorb food or nutrients. Mm, so in essence, that would so, actually probably kill him. <laughs> that would kill him, yes. Nice and slowly, because he would start yeah, to death. So you, you carry on enjoying that drink, BJ. Well for <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, when Hawkeye is examining Frank Burns, Frank is running through a list of his ailments. Either in an honest moment or an ad lib or a macabre instance of foretelling, Frank says, I do have a pea-sized tumour under my sternum. Larry Linville, who played Frank, did in fact die several years later from a malignant tumour under his sternum. I don't think that would have been... That's a bit thinking to say it's a foretelling. I mean, that's just <laughs> a sad, sad coincidence. It's just a coincidence, yeah. I think he, it's he, died, sad... he died in something like, was it 80, 88, I think, or something? He di- yeah, he died fairly late after the end of MASH. Yeah, it was a good 10, 10 years, years after this episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just a coincidence. Mind you, he did look old. He did age quite a bit, I think. <laughs> he did, yeah. The last one is Hawkeye is bent over from back pain and Colonel Potter says he's walking around like Lon Chaney's stand-in. Lon Chaney played Quasimodo in the movie The Hunchback from Notre Dame. Good afternoon, Klinger. I'm checking for hepatitis. Drop your pants and show me your eyes. Forget it, sir. The last time I dropped my pants, they put them in the army. The next time I drop them, it's stick them out the porthole and wait bye-bye. How are your eyes? Bloodshot from pounding potatoes. Come on, Klinger. I want to get home and slip into some comfortable traction. Here. You look like potato-wise, right? You are what you mash. Show me your tongue. Gladly. Let me see the underside. Wait, I'll stand on my head. What are you so cranky about? Because I drew KP 30 straight days for punching out Zale. I should get a medal for that. We're supposed to fight the enemy, aren't we? Fighting Zale again? What about? Ah, it's stupid. He insulted the Toledo Mudheads. I take it that's a baseball team and not yesterday's lunch. My trouble is I got a short fuse. My wife Laverne keeps writing me. When you get angry, Count to ten and ask St. Anthony for help. I go one, two, three, pow! Once I got to eight, I never needed any help from St. Anthony. I'm too hot-blooded. Let me draw a little of that hot blood from your vein. I really got to work on it. 
Yeah, right. I can't stand myself when I lose my temper. Hey, hey, hold still, will you? Sure. So he insults the mud hens. What does he know? I should get excited over an ignorant remark from a stupid idiot like him. Hold it, will you? Talk with the other hand. Sure. I'm not wasting my time on him. That dumb jerk! Excuse me. You want me to stab myself? Just hold still. Right. All right? All right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow me at Hawkeye Meds. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. And remember, you can follow us on iTunes, direct download, or of course, from Stitcher Radio. Just search for MASH 4077 podcast. All right, so that's going to do it for this episode. I think we both agree it definitely got better as it went. Some great one-on-one moments with two characters, uh, with uh, Margaret and Hawkeye, and then Hawkeye and Radar. Some really, really good stuff. All right, cool. Well, I am Kenny. And I'm Simon. And we'll be seeing you. Hey, BJ! Quiet, quiet! You know what your trouble is? Yes, I'm dying. That's not your trouble. Right, my trouble is I'm not dying fast enough. You don't get enough exercise. Uh-huh. The cure for a hangover is to get the blood out of your keister and into your brain. Mm-hmm. Watch this. All right. Hey, Hawkeye, come on, don't do that. That's dangerous. Are you kidding? I'm in perfect control. Come on, don't fool around, Hawkeye. Oh! Oh! My head! My back! My head! My back! Oh! That was a scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the newcomer's podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. Hey there, MASH fans, this is Meds. Now, as you know, both myself, Al and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and mine is called Waffle on Podcast, and we talk about classic television programs and films from around the world. So if you think that's your cup of tea, or cup of coffee, whichever you like, then come over to iTunes and type in Waffle on Podcast. Or, of course, you can go to our main site, which is at Podbean, so just type in waffleon.podbean.com. We would be honoured if you join us. MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0, United States license. All rights reserved. I also have the plot summary. Follow Mulcahy comes down with... Inf- Follow Mulcahy... Mm-hmm. <laughs>